Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are. Good morning. Uh, good times Friday, uh, <laughs> middle of February already. Man, it's really, uh, really moving. Uh, We've had uh, a lot of uh, uh, good good comments on uh, this series and helping people really get into the word about it and process and uh, don't overdo it, don't underdo it, uh, just uh, keep learning what, what the truth says. Um, and, right. it's, it's, and it really does bring an emphasis back to abiding, just, yes. just the importance of learning to walk with him right. and knowing that as we face all of these things, these things are coming, but he's with us. He is Emmanuel, God with us in the middle of all of them and will instruct and lead us through every piece. Yes. And uh, is good. And we're going to, uh, we're going to, uh, next week, uh, have a mini series, uh, of kind of a, uh, abiding, uh, you know, one-on-one to go mm -hmm. back to what are the essence of it and uh, particularly about to be careful, and we just wanna reiterate uh, this all the time, is people tend to drift into uh, function or duty or task. Uh, so when I say to do you abide, well, yeah, I spent time in the Word today, and uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and my questions are really simple is, um, you know, what, what did God speak to you? Right. Uh, what did you receive and did you enjoy it? Yeah, uh, I, I think that enjoying thing is a big part and I'm sure I know we're going to touch on that when we recap abiding. But even this morning, I got a text. Um, a lot of times when the retreats that we lead, I'll have a group text that has all the ladies that were there that mm -hmm. I will just shoot out periodic encouragements to or touch base with them and kind of, you know, see how everybody's doing. Well, I got a text from one of the ladies just this morning. Um, basically saying, you know, I know this, I love this. Why is it so hard to continue? You know, I, I tend to let everything get in the way and things clutter up. And I'm like, you know what? It is time for us to all get back together. Let's plan a face-to-face -face authentic authenticity kind of meeting on where we're at because what you're describing is something very natural to all of us. And it's so easy to get into process or symptom or, or like a system and move away from simply the receiving and the enjoying. And I'm like, we've got to get back to the heart check. Are you enjoying the abiding? Because the battle for this time is real. Yeah. God wants intimacy with us above all else. And so we better believe the enemy is going to come at it. But when we see ourselves slipping from enjoying the abiding, that's when we know that we're in trouble. You know, right. that, that's we've, we've gone to knowledge or law or you know all these other things. And that's not where he where he desires us to be. Yeah. So. And you can look at it uh, in a really simple way of, uh, you know, because people say, you know, it's struggle. I'm not hearing. It's difficult. Um, and the issue is always <laughs> it's always us, not not him, because he's, right. always, he's right. always speaking. Mm -hmm. He doesn't purposely withhold it. And again, we have the example of Jesus. Uh, who 
said I did nothing every single day except what the Father spoke to me. Right. So it right. wasn't like, no, I'm not talking to you for a few days. <laughs> um, so he understood it, received it, lived it, uh, and is the example for us. So the problem is always us. And generally speaking, and we'll get into this next week, but generally speaking, we drifted away from uh, the life of the Spirit to yeah. the to the natural or to the intellect. And performance. We're, and we're we also tr- go into performance. And we're trying to achieve something mm-hmm. and study something as opposed to receive the life of it, which is what we'll we'll talk about. And that's why yeah. that's why it's a great indicator um, that if you're abiding members twenty four seven, so it's just not the time you're in the word, but particularly in the word that uh, what he has to say is life. And there's a stimulus to that. There's an excitement for that, and it's and it's every day, single day. So it's not like, well, yeah, uh, I expect a few days to be nothing. Well, then, um, no, it's it's there's always life there. So we'll, we'll right. talk about that. Good, um, good. It's going to be a good uh, little recap. It will. As we've been um, processing the end times and where we are on it, um, uh, remember Jesus. The reason he gave it to us is you know watch the signs, uh, live in this interesting tension so to speak of uh yes you're you're in life today uh, it's possible and by the way every every generation since uh christ uh so for two thousand years have have had that was well, is it is, it, are, is are you going to return during my lifetime um and he, and he purposely remember he purposely wrote you know revelation interpreted daniel uh to have us have that question that could be real and and it wasn't like, well, don't worry about it for two thousand years. It was it was no, you consider it and you look at that, and that there's the potential that there's going to be a moment where the enemy, uh, Satan, is is maneuvering things to get to the one world government. And remember his purpose still, even though yeah, he's he he knows what's written of the end, but he's still fighting. To say, I'm he's gonna, still trying his best, right? I, I'm gonna, I'm going to attempt. Now, now think about the very beginning of that. Here, you know, he's a, he's a uh, Lucifer, angel of light, uh, heavenly host, with God, uh, a leader in God's, you know, heavenly host, and he decides, I'm gonna take over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, elevate up and have control over this uh remember which is an element by the way of free will um, right. and he thought he could do it as opposed to he didn't you know and it's it's very it's kind of the issue of abiding he didn't go to god and say you know could i have more authority could i have more uh uh you know responsibility he right. he didn't go talk to the father he decided right. And he, and he was booted out because he doesn't have that power. Remember, right. and this is important. Right, and pride really came in there. He he made himself bigger, you know, yeah. and, and didn't want to come under and surrender to God and even just ask what he had to say. Yeah, I mean, so for us, because uh, we just read uh, and we went through uh, last week that he's uh, destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is over at the end of the millennium. Uh, he's thrown in the lake of fire and destroyed and never again will have any access to anything that God is part of. 
Um, well, we would say, you know, well, since he knows that, why doesn't he just give up? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and why does he want to actually put together one world government and in a sense start the tribulation? Because doesn't he know that that's going to be the... the uh, that's going to end poorly for the, him. The beginning of his end, you know. Um, well, no, because he still, he knows something. Uh, God operates by free will. Um, and he doesn't force anything on, on his creation, humans. He invites them. Um, so the battle, if you think of the pure battle, what is Satan ultimately trying to do with the creation, mankind? What, what does He's he want? He's trying to draw people away from God. He wants them for himself. Yeah, to choose to follow him, worship him, which yeah. remember we talked about the Antichrist who stands up in the middle of the uh, tribulation, the abomination of desolation, and says, I'm God. Everybody says, yeah, we worship And you. demands worship, yeah. And everybody does, um, except uh, if there's any believers left, they don't. And certainly Israel doesn't uh, mm -hmm. because that brings in uh, God's wrath. So uh, it appears that what's left at that moment is Israel. And Israel, by that time, have become believers in Christ. Uh, they understand he was the Messiah, and we, we now receive that and live it, and they become... And now when you say that, that's not necessarily every individual, but as a as a people group, the majority of them have come back, because free will is at play there, too. So sure. there will be some who also yeah. choose not to, Yeah, correct? but primarily, yeah. Uh, there's a... Uh, uh, a movement throughout the entire country of the people right. that's left as being believers and they and the leaders and everybody else is uh, now in a position where, hey, <laughs> everybody's coming against us. Uh, you know, what do we do, what do we do, what do we do? And they and they gotta have that direction and insight from God. Um, and so, uh, remember they formed the Battle of Armageddon and, and what Satan, if you think about it, see in the pure sense of what he's trying to do is, I'm literally trying to eliminate every single person that would have the Holy Spirit within them. In other words, be a believer. Right. If right. I can if I can have a population that uh, there's no Holy Spirit in any way, nobody is, fo is following right. God. No reflection of light, no presence of God in the midst no. of the darkness. And yeah. everybody, everybody follows me I've won the world, and now I, I have the control and the power over, the, mm -hmm. over the, the population and the world itself, so that, think of the sequence we've been through. Um, and we've gone through this a little bit. We'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about some news you know, about COVID, but um, COVID brought about a form of one world government. Right, the certainly a shadow of things to come. The yeah. health organization, WHO, who? <laughs> who? Who? Who did you know, that? <laughs> who? Uh, WHO, uh, CDC, FDA, all the uh, you know health organizations around the, around the world uh, said uh, you've got to, at the moment when it came out, and it was, you know, now it was spreading, they said everybody has to uh, quarantine. So they, they shut the, really all the businesses down around the world right. and said, you got to stay at home and you can't go to work. And, yeah. you know, and the you, economic impact was devastating. Yeah. Um, and 
so they they uh, they had a shutdown and a separation. You gotta you know be six feet distance. Uh, gotta wear a mask. Uh, then you know now the vaccine and uh, and and interesting enough, and that's what surprised me personally was how quickly the world surrendered to the one world government, so to speak, yeah. you know, and it was, it was a form of it. Like you say, it's a foreshadowing. It wasn't the actual mm-hmm. one, but right. it was like, like, wow, look how fast that was. And yeah. uh, don't you think part of that quickness though, came from the fact that we have come to a place in culture where we truly idolize health and comfort? Yes. Yeah. And it's easy because of the, uh, the technology being computer, uh, you know, news, the mm-hmm. news on TV, uh, Facebook, uh, you know, Twitter, Google, all that. Uh, there was an immediate push that uh, you need you need to do this, or you're going to die. Basically, you're going to die. <laughs> so, right. so right. every everybody got afraid, and the mm-hmm. fear factor took over right. uh, quickly. And like, the fear okay. was fed consistently. Yeah, 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 and it was a it was a it was given, and we're going to talk about this kind of uh, false definitions. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it was it was given kind of like an Ebola. Ebola is if you get Ebola, you're going to die. <laughs> you are going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of promoted as that, that if you get it so that, and you've experienced this and I've experienced this with people that, uh, you know, are you afraid it, it, to get it? Yes. Why? Oh, yeah. Lots why? Well, because if I get it, I'm going to Because it's die. an unknown, yeah. If I get it, I'm going to die. Well. Wait a minute. What? Um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. maybe not. Uh, so when we go back to Satan and the battle here, um, he he is moving. Uh, so he believes because you would think he actually would never want to start the tribulation because that's his. Yeah, end. because that puts him that much closer to the end. Yeah, that, puts that would him close, be the logical thought. Closer yeah. to the end, but remember, he believes. And his, you know, his demonic forces uh, believe um, if we can get the world mm-hmm. to willingly accept us, follow us, and get rid of anybody mm-hmm. left, and then the only motivation is to do what we say, mm-hmm. um, that there will be no believers left on earth, and then I, you know, I've won. So he's right. working toward a one-world government, thinking that. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna get the Antichrist in power, and we're gonna eliminate, which is member the battle, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, of well, we got to get rid of Israel, uh, right? And we're gonna annihilate them. We say try, and if we do, we get rid of them. They're the last one standing. We get rid of them. Everyone's worshiping the the, the Antichrist, and he made it, and he still believes hmm. that he can do that. He still thinks there's a there's a shot at success of that and can change, and part of it is around the aspect of um, he knows, and this is something that's interesting to us. He knows how God operates, and God doesn't force things. Right. And there, free he, will is still in play. The free will is, is still in play, and that's why he keeps appealing uh, to people, and he's going to say to us. Uh, as the remnant of, are you willing to understand the truth, understand what happens when it happens, and don't take the mark of the beast? Um, there'll be, you know, there'll be an outcome. It'll be there'll be, there'll be negative things that happen, uh, but I'll, I'll 
deal with it, including you know even if you're martyred, I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with that. Um, and so it's a seven-year period. At the end of that seven years, uh, the Antichrist is defeated and killed. Uh, the false prophet is killed, uh, thrown in the lake of fire, and then we never see them again. Right. Uh, but Satan is only locked up. Satan's for that locked up. We have yeah. we have a thousand-year reign called the millennium, mm-hmm. uh, and a repopulation of the earth. So there's like this beautiful experience of yeah yeah free will is still in play there as well free will is there and they're still sinners and they have to accept, yeah. receive christ but christ will physically be here mm-hmm. um the people that are raptured the people that are martyred they come back and mm-hmm. we operate in our resurrected bodies with him with the human beings and and our goal right. i mean think about uh our our primary purpose mm-hmm. is to is to fulfill christ's purpose which is what Live, live, bring people to the Father. Come to, come to know and, and abide. Learn how to abide. Mm-hmm. Learn how to walk, um, and assist them mm-hmm. in wisdom and, dis- and discerning and understanding God's will. And we'll we'll physically be talking to people mm-hmm. as they process. And 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 here's going to be something really really cool. This That's is fun. Cool. Um, so <laughs> when people picture that, well, they think, okay, great. Well, you'll just tell us what to do. And interesting enough, no, because we're going to be operating just like we operate today. So, hmm. so when um, uh, someone says to you, uh, Kathy, what is God's will for me? Hmm. What is always your question back to them? What's God been telling you? What did Let's God go to say to you? Find out. Yeah. What did God say to you? So that yeah. um, we're not going to be. We'll know, mm-hmm. and we'll have this incredible capability. Uh, we could say, yeah, do this, this, and this. Yeah. But we won't. We'll say, well, what, what, what are you hearing from him? What is he saying? Let us help you confirm it. Hey, bring your, bring your sacred assembly. Bring your people around you. Go to unity. Uh, we'll assist you. We'll say, eh, maybe not yet. <laughs> right. Uh, can't confirm that. Uh, so it's really going to be this cool place. And think about how easy. I mean, think about if you like, think about in your small group. Mm-hmm. Uh, if physically you knew, could see on TV, Jesus Christ physically here. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's here. He said, I've got in my uh, uh, people that have, have died, but now they're, they're returning in the resurrected body, and they're available to you, and, and one of them shows up at your small group. Mm-hmm. How cool would that be? Oh, that'd be super cool, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you would learn to let him guide you. Uh, so you'll you'll have the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. You will, and this is what's so cool about the millennium is we see we function right now in a pure spiritual way, yeah. and we'll get into this next week about abiding, where we we know he's here, he's in us. Uh, we function with the Holy Spirit who's, who's in, whose purpose is to guide us, and we have that privilege. Think how much easier it's going to be when there's physical post 
that are standing next to you and can right, talk and right. can talk and talk to you. Super so cool, right? So the entire um, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to share. I was in a passage this morning that um, you know how sometimes things just strike you freshly. Yeah. And um, I was in Matthew twenty-eight, and actually I'll read just nine to nine and ten. It says as they went to tell his disciples, and this is right after Jesus has resurrected. They came to the tomb, and um, you know Mary came to the tomb, and, and he wasn't there. And it says as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, Rejoice. And so they came and held him by the feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee and there they will see me. And the thing that struck me about this when I was reading this is one, the first thing that the first instruction Jesus had after his resurrection. And I, I just picture it's going to be the same um, when he returns again is rejoice. You know, the invitation to praise, to celebrate, to rejoice for he has done exactly what he had said he'd do. The second instruction that he speaks to them, so in, you know, in the red, you see it in the red. So his first word to them after resurrection is rejoice. His second instruction is don't be afraid, go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee and there they will see me. And God just reminded me, he's like, even then my instruction was lead others to where I am. Yeah lead others to my feet praise rejoice i am who i say i am i'll do what i say i'll do now your job don't be afraid go show others how to find me yes that's beautiful. you know where i am yeah take them to me yeah how beautiful is that is huh? that cool <laughs> and that's i mean to me that just goes right along with what you're talking about now that that's going to get to be our our assignment really you know yeah so um in the millennium uh you know we have that a privilege there'll be a repopulation so there'll be you know think over a thousand years you know how many more people are going to be born through during that time it'll be easy mm-hmm. to uh, to follow God Satan won't even be there to uh, work with his demonic to try to thwart it there'll still be in a fallen world they still have a sinful nature uh, but um, their easy ease of, of receiving it you know is great at the end of that millennium um, Christ let Satan out again, uh, and it says so that he can he can deceive uh, the opportunity. Which, again, for you and I, would say, well, why are you doing that? <laughs> Come on, uh, can't we be done with this? One? Why Why are you doing that? Um, again, it has to do with with free will. Um, mm-hmm. And interesting enough, Satan deceives. I mean, Christ is here. The 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 heavenly hosts are there. People are still deceived. Uh, they still yeah. get twisted mm-hmm. and say, I don't think so, and I think I follow this versus that. Um, um, and it doesn't say how long that is. It just mm-hmm. says at the end of that period. So I have a tendency to think it's probably decades. Uh, remember, a thousand years he's talking about. So it's probably decades. Uh and then there's the this is at the end of those thousand years like inclusive in those thousand years sometime in sometime or immediately following no sometime inside that thousand years at the end of that so at the end of it okay it's 900 to a (laughs) thousand okay (laughs) somewhere in there uh it happens and then uh uh he he says he gathers who he wants to um and then uh god uh, basically throws Satan into the lake of fire uh, in eternal torment 
and he destroys the heaven and earth that we're on. So that, um, in a sense, uh, you know, we talk about rapture, for example. Um, when he destroys the heaven and earth, there is a, a massive rapture. So all the people living before he ultimately destroys it, which obviously if you, if you destroy the place I live. So this is essentially like a second rapture because it's, it's, he's about to, he's going to destroy the earth, but he is saving his people still yeah. and bringing them to a new yeah. heaven, new earth. Well, because there's a, there is an implied thing um, mm-hmm. that That's fascinating. everybody transfers over to something different mm-hmm. and he destroys you know, right. so so think about if you're you know you're at your house right now, and you know forces came and dis- and blew it up, and you're inside of it. Well, you're 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 going to die too. Uh, yeah. Well, he's going to destroy everything. Literally, uh, if you think about it, and again, the picture we have uh, would be a um, exploding star or. Uh, do you, did you see the star, any of the Star Wars movies at all? Yes, it's okay. been a long time, but okay. yes. <laughs> all right. Well, there's, there's uh, actually even in the first one that we got to see, which actually was number four in the sequence, but mm-hmm. uh, Lucas put out the, that that is number one, his first uh, movie. Um, at the end of the movie, there's a giant globe mm-hmm. uh, called the Death Star, Right. Um, yeah, I remember that and, vaguely. And, but and, yes. and remember, they they're able to, uh, you know, get the missile inside the the thing, and it blows up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's going to happen. Mm. Um, the heaven and, and earth is going to blow up. It's going to be destroyed uh, completely. I mean, in pieces. Mm-hmm. So anybody living on Earth would be would be killed. Mm-hmm. Well, he's he's not going to kill them. He's going to go through a, in a sense, a translation, a rapture, where they don't actually die. They get they get moved, which is you know what what we understand about what happens uh, during the tribulation, is there's people, which could include us. Uh, we actually never see quote physical death. Uh, right. We're taken up. We're removed. Uh, at mm. a moment's notice, in a twinkling called Paul calls it the twinkling of an eye. And we're living and, and breathing and operating, and the next moment, we're with him. Uh, and everybody in the earth that he destroys is going to go through that. Right. They're going to go from living, wow. living to, to with being him, with, with, him. with him. Okay, so that takes us now. And by the way, uh, before we get here to 20, uh, chapters 21 and 22 in Revelation, uh, it's always like, okay, well, then what? <laughs> um, <laughs> What does that look like? And it's really interesting, and we're going to get into this in some depth, because there's a lot of, of let's say, misunderstanding and uh, lack of, of uh, processing. So when I say to people, what do you think heaven's like? Mm-hmm. You know, they just look at it from what they've been taught or, right. or assumed. And I think a lot of people kind of have like, you know, the Sunday school picture on the wall where you've got 
the big bright lights and the angels singing and then everybody's just there standing and singing forever right 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 and and um, in fact i've even had someone tell me before i don't like to sing that much so i don't think i'm gonna like heaven i don't yeah. think i want to go there yeah. you know because well, this is yeah. the picture the stock the stock photo we yeah. have in our yeah. mind yeah yeah and uh, you you'd want to tell that person well i think you do want to go there <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, we, I think it's better than the other place. So I think you want to go there. But it's still, you know, it's yeah. funny what we have conjured up in our minds. Yeah, it's, and it's interesting because it's interesting. Of there's a sense. Remember, we're we're physical, and we mm -hmm. we uh, uh, part of our life, by the way, which God said is as part of these seven uh, exceptional ways of living, is work. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we all are occupied in occupation with something. Every day, mm -hmm. we could be a housewife. We could be uh, just a you know a stay-at-home mom. Right. And work was designed to be a source of joy, actually. Yeah, yeah. You and, know, and, and we'll we'll return to that yeah. as well. Yeah. So everybody, um, our our what we're geared toward is well activity and progress and mm -hmm. uh, involvement. Uh, and by the way, it's just, like you said, it's a source of joy. It's part of God's nature. Well, then they think. And when you talk to them, what do you think heaven's like? Well, it's Must be of, retirement. It seems to me like it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of it's going to be boring. Mm -hmm. And because of even even we know, like for example, if we said if we said, you know, just go to church Sunday morning, and they're going to go at at nine o'clock, and your church is going to have you worship all day long until nine o'clock at night. Right. People would say, "I can't do that." Right, right. I, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. I, I, I would. I would get. I would love to do it for about an hour, <laughs> but I can't do that all day long. And by mm -hmm. the way, and we know it meant mentally, mm -hmm. I would get kind of tired of that. Right. The idea uh, of that being day after day after day. Yeah. Yeah, and particularly if that's going to be my life, isn't that mm -hmm. going to be? kind of boring and, and tiring right. and aren't we any, are we going to kind of just get kind of irritated by it? <laughs> so, right well right. Uh, what we're going to get into in chapters 21 and 22 is no it's completely different mm. uh, and this is where we're going to enlighten everybody and by the way this is this is why part of why he wanted us to understand this is that I've explained to you and, and basically the book of Revelation think about the book of Revelation is you know 20 chapters, 19 chapters of explaining what happens during the tribulation, seven years. Right. Then a little bit, a few verses on the millennium. Right. Um, and then these last two are going to talk about well, what happens after that. Uh, so mm. uh, it's, the, it, it's, it's part of it. We're supposed to understand the tribulation, but there's part of this of, well, you got to understand how beautiful eternity is going to be and that's why by the way be encouraged of don't take the mark of the beast it's a short mm -hmm. period of time right and eternity is going to be you know spectacular mm -hmm. uh, and as we look at um, you know what's going on we talked about COVID um, there's been an interesting study that just came out by uh, John Hopkins uh, they did this is economics uh, professors uh, and brought in professionals, and uh, they de they determined, and they did a they did a thorough study of it all, that um, the lockdowns right. were completely worthless 
and mm-hmm. should have never, never been used as a tool. And all it, it actually did, did more harm than good. It did right? way more harm than good because it, it affected the world's economic system that mm-hmm. hasn't really fully you know, recovered Which from Which in turn really devastates, you know, it, it's hard on first world countries, but the trickle down of that to what that did to third world countries is absolutely devastating. Yes, yes. Uh, so um, that, well, there, you know, they said that there's some things that they didn't understand. Remember it was portrayed uh, as, a, they, I think they defined things wrong, a couple things. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the fear of this is a death virus, which it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is the vaccine. They labeled it a vaccine. and It really it, should have been labeled more like a shot. A shot, More yeah. like the flu shot, something yeah. that helps so, curb some of the effects. <laughs> as you, um, you know, I don't know if you are, uh, but, you know, I took the polio vaccine. Mm-hmm. Okay, when, when my parents gave it to me, what did they believe? That that was knocking it out altogether. Not, there would be no you're, chance. You're not going to get it, right? Uh, and 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 by the right. way, nobody did. See, when they took the yeah. vaccine, you didn't get it. You didn't get right. polio because it truly it prevented. It didn't lessen the symptoms or anything no. like that. It it actually prevented. Prevented it. it. Yeah. Uh, but what they're finding out is, um, first of all, just the evidence all over the last four months, uh, which is a surprise to a lot of people who did it. Mm-hmm. I thought this pre- was preventing me from ever getting it, and they got it. They got right. COVID again. And then, and this right. is funny uh, because of the Olympics, uh, yeah, you know, we're taping this at the beginning of the Olympics. Uh, and, uh, they've all had to, everybody, so it wasn't even an option. Uh, if you're an athlete, you have, to, you have to take the vaccine, which they did. Day one, right. day one, 20, 20 athletes already have COVID. Right. Uh, and because they have it, it's likely that we'll see more and more and more. It'll be interesting to see the impact of that. Uh, right. If they say, well, you know, we got so many people having COVID, should we just, we're not being fair to everybody who is here, you know, what should we do about this? So it'll be interesting to see. Right. Uh, and all I can say is it just first started, again, through this lack of definition. So um, mm-hmm. what we're seeing is, um, as God told, tells us, is we'll watch so that, you know, and again, a lot of believers were thinking, well, the vaccine's the mark of the beast and we're, head, we're heading right now toward the one world government and isn't this it? And because of what we're seeing. Um, we know and, that's not the case. And we've said know. this, that no, the vaccine yeah. isn't the mark of the beast and no, it isn't it. Um, the evidence now is, well, that's not it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. But it will come. But it, it's gonna come. <laughs> and when they do, by the way, it'll be absolute. Right. Uh, so the question. And this has desensitized us to that. I very believe. much so. Uh, and yeah. seen, I, I believe, seen where people are at with it. And then what do we do yeah. next? So uh, to me, the question I'm, I'm asking God is, well, what do we watch mm-hmm. of what happens next? And, and, and the possibilities at the moment that I see are that there's actually a manufactured uh, virus that is worse and, and puts everybody back into that scenario. Or... It's economic, which ultimately, by the way, it is going to be economic. Um, right. Uh, so, do they do something economically? And and I'm I'm watching really closely. Like for example, uh, the Fed, and of course, this is central banking around the world, but particularly right. the Fed in the United States, uh, which we've we've stated, remember, is not a United States institution. Right. Uh, so be careful about that. But uh, in the United States. 
they're call they're what they're doing is they're eliminating their what's called quantitative easing. So what they did uh, over the last uh, gosh ever since two thousand and eight, they have been purchasing uh, bonds in right. the market to to prop up the economy. Right. Um, and they're gonna they said this will be interesting to watch. Are they gonna truly? They said they're going to stop doing that. Well, that could have right. a dramatic impact and likely take us into a pretty decent recession. That would be one. Yeah. Well, and also interest rates, right? Don't they have, um, uh, isn't there talk of three raises of interest rates during this next year? Actually, it just came that out Came out that, that they're now saying five to seven. Oh, wow. Okay. I had heard um, three the last year. And the one, the one supposedly coming up in March is going to be a half a point. That's a huge jump. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Do they do that? Uh, interesting enough, depends on how far they go with that. But mm-hmm. the central banking system, which I believe is is uh, a major part of what's called the harlot that uh, then uh, sets up the beast, um, they could, depends on, I mean, this is really interesting. Right today, if they if they executed those seven and let's say they do it at a half a point each. That goes up three, right. three and a half points. It would collapse the system. Right. Okay, they can because do it. simply what the government owes, the interest that we would then be paying as a government on our debt, correct? Yes, and then the, then the, then, then the recession would be deep. And, um, and uh, think of all the money that the government spends, which right now um, is, <laughs> uh, is $100 billion a month spending more than they take in. We're already at, at just, by the way, we just passed $30 trillion no, uh, physical debt, um, uh, which is uh, $30 trillion is beyond us, you know, what we can think right. about it. Well, on that $30 trillion, see, they're paying minimal interest mm-hmm. because of the, of, the, of the policy of the Fed, which again, we and we've been doing this now for a year, and we said they should, because of inflation, and the potential of inflation raised the rates last year. Right. They didn't. Uh, they say they're going to, and this is what God says, watch. And we don't have to uh, say, I know what's going to happen. It's just, okay, share. And he's going to say, watch. And they could, if they wanted to, collapse it. I personally think they, they're not ready to do that. Um, so I don't think they're going to collapse the system. But are they going to test things with the economic process? Uh, which ultimately right. that's where it be, what it becomes. So there's lots of things going on and lots um, of things to be watching and uh, to ask be asking God about, yeah, right? Yeah. And this is why we're so wanting to promote uh the remnant. Remember the remnant uh is people that gather together, they have a heart mm-hmm. to follow God because they need God's wisdom because of the uncertainty mm-hmm. of the things that are happening of and, and particularly I mean just think about the last two years in the history of the world, <laughs> the world. Right. and they've had they've had outbreaks, you know, of, of flus and you know Spanish flu mm-hmm. and you know plague. Uh, so this isn't uh, the only time it ever happened, but it's the first time where the governments got together and decided what to do, and the people followed it. We've never seen that in our our history right. of, of our of, right. of, the, of the United of the Earth, particularly our lifetime. So. Right. Uh, well, it's uncertain. 
Um, mm -hmm. And that's why God, I think that's why God is alerting us to, uh, and this is what I tell people is, assume, let's assume that the tribulation is 50 years away, is 100 years away. Uh, okay. Uh, but because of the uncertainty now and, the, and this, the things that are happening literally week after week after week, wouldn't you like to be led by God who knows the Absolutely. answers to that? You know? and so Absolutely. <laughs> remember the remnant, remnant isn't just for the tribulation. It's for, mm -hmm. it's a definition of those that have a heart to follow God. Right. And again, we, we suggest getting in your circle uh, group, uh, getting together, processing together, uh, God's will for you personally. Mm -hmm. uh, what do we need to understand about this? Uh, what should we watch for? What does that mean? Uh, and that's the beauty of it. So uh, yeah, there's um, there's a verse I was in. Uh, actually, a friend of mine sent it to me this morning, and it was just such a sweet reminder. And it speaks to what you're talking about now. And it is Psalms 27, 13, and 14. Mm -hmm says, I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And I think there is such beautiful promise even as we talk about the end times and the things to come in that, that the goodness of the Lord, you know, he talks, David speaks of seeing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And as we wait on him, as we seek him, as he instructs us, we will, in the midst of the rest of the trouble, see the goodness of God. Right. And, and I love how he even talks about, I would have lost heart if I didn't know that. Right. And so that's part of our message is, is really go to God, seek him, let him show you because his goodness is for the here and now, even in the midst of whatever it is, whether it is the tribulation begins tomorrow or whether it begins in a hundred years or a thousand years. Yep. The goodness of God as we sit at his feet is available to us and there's no reason to lose heart simply to seek him and right. follow his instruction. Yep. Well, let's uh, let's start uh, talking about, okay, then what happens after the, after the uh, uh, tribulation? So let's uh, do uh, 21. Uh, this is now Revelation 21. Uh, uh, he talked about the millennium. He's talked about the judgment. Um, and now we're into the be beginning of what we would define as our eternal life, mm -hmm. what is that going to look like? Um, oh, fun. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, go ahead and read uh, 1 through uh, 8. Sure. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down. For these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage and I will be his God and he will be my son. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexual immoral, 
um, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. <laughs> so um, uh, in the few minutes we have for this at the moment, um, uh, now this is cool. Remember, John was taken up. Write what you see. Right. All right. Verse 1, 21 says he saw what? A new heaven and a new earth. Okay. A new heaven and a new earth. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Now, a um, couple things about that. This goes back to the first creation. When he created earth, he also created what? Heaven. Heaven. Okay. So think about a little bit deeper about that because see we th we've people think well God has been eternally in heaven spiritually because he's eternal right um, so and that's uh, the only way we can get our head around it is to kind of picture it that way by the way yeah um, yeah and so we label that as well he was in heaven and he created earth and we're the mm -hmm. physical ones on earth and when we die, we go to heaven because we get to be with him. Right. Um, well, he says this right in Genesis, and he says it throughout Scripture, and then he's repeating it here, uh, that heaven is a unit with earth. So his place is even at a higher spiritual level than what he creates for us to operate in the spiritual realm while we're in the physical earth because he said heaven and earth operate together. Why? Well, because uh, my kingdom is spiritual. It's heavenly. Right. Um, you, live, you live in a sense, and this is what we have a whole series on this called Blessed, to be a, Blessed with Every Spiritual Blessing, Ephesians and Colossians, um, is um, you... Uh, are actually living in both places now not when you right. die you're living there now in the in the heavenly and because remember in, in Ephesians and lots of places he says I've raised you already up up where with me in the heavenly you're with me already uh, so he said it's a unit uh, and we'll talk about that uh, as we go forward a little bit but it's a unit and then he says a new earth Okay, now now think of any any beast. He wants us to understand when we think of a new earth. What do you think of? Again, I honestly picture just what we have, but yeah. refreshed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's it's a um, it's a physical sphere mm -hmm. uh, that is recreated, mm -hmm. uh, but it's physical. Okay, so that begins, and we'll we'll talk about this uh, over the next several uh, uh, sessions begins to because think about that okay I create a new have a new a new earth and you're going to be on that place right well <laughs> your your question would be what what do we do there right <laughs> what right. Do we, why why is it physical I thought heaven is strumming harps up in up in the sky somewhere right uh, he said no actually eternity is going to be back on a physical mm. place. Very interesting. I think we don't we don't picture that at all. I don't anyway. No, no. You know. uh, so it'll be a physical place, and then he, he makes a statement 
because the first heaven and the first earth unit passed away. They were destroyed. Uh, they were they were gone. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's why we discuss that <laughs> the people who are living during the millennium. Well, that's all destroyed, passed away, gone. Mm -hmm. Well, but they get to go be with him. So they, there's going to be a whole group of people uh, living on the earth. You know, I, I think it'd be back in the billions um, that will just be translated. Um, yep, we destroy the earth and the heaven with it, uh, but I, I create a new one. Um, and then, um, and we'll talk about uh, the, new, the new Jerusalem will come, come around to that. But um, uh, he says that um, the tabernacle... And the tabernacle was defined as the place of meeting, the place of communion, the place of conversation right. uh, with God. And he says, uh, the new heaven and new earth uh, will be, uh, uh, God will be with who? With us, with man, with he us. says, and dwelling with us. Yeah, um, and, we, and again, see, he, uh, and again, I believe that through Jesus, um, because he says in the word they're dwelling with, well, we know that if we become a believer, who dwells within us? God. Well, God. The Holy Spirit, yeah. Uh, but it's spiritual. Mm -hmm. uh, we can't visibly see him. It's, it's, it's uh, spiritual. In this case, the, the words here are, I'm going to physically be with you now on this mm. earth. Wow, uh, and your dwelling will be with me, and my, and I'm will be with you. Which, by the way, is what we keep saying over and over and over again. God's heart is to be with us, absolutely. Even today, which is what abiding is all about. We'll get into that next week. That's what abiding is all about. He says, "I mm -hmm. I get joy, thrill, and excitement to Just have being you being with you, being yeah. with you, and you with me, and because I'm dwelling in you." Mm -hmm. <laughs> he says. Don't, uh, and it says in scripture, uh, don't grieve uh, the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? You ignore it. Uh, yeah, I operate as if it's not there. Right. And uh, he said, well, that grieves me because I don't get to be with you. Uh, and then he makes this uh, cool statement. Um, uh, he says that um, uh, he's going to wipe away every tear. There will be no more death, no sorrow, no crying. There will be no more pain. For the former things have what? Away. passed away and he says I've created new mm -hmm. okay that's going to be our question uh, well what is what does that mean new like mm -hmm. new what uh, what does that look like yeah, yeah. and, and he's, he's building so he's building this beautiful story picture mm -hmm. well it's physical you're going to be on earth mm -hmm. you will no longer uh, he said no more death Okay, so think about what that implies. No more death. He's talking about no more physical death. So what does that mean? Right. That also would imply no sicknesses, no diseases, things like that as well. Well, yeah, and see that you're you're in a different state mm -hmm. because we're no longer, you know, purely human because humans mm. are born and die. Right. He said, well, that doesn't happen anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, so in other words, there's not there's not reproduction. Right. Uh, there's not humans that have to go through uh, deciding whether they're going to be a believer or not. Everybody there is already has already made that choice. already made a choice, and now we're living there. But mm -hmm. uh, 
we're living, think about, and this is, this is where we described about the millennium, the, the people that are raptured and the people that are martyred, they come back with Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're physically there, but they have their resurrected body, not a human body. Right. And, and basically, we're all going to have our resurrected bodies mm. living together on this new earth in a very physical way. But you won't die. There'll be no more sadness, no more, no more tears. Your, your emotion of sorrow will be re- completely gone. Because uh, no, nothing bad's ever going to happen, <laughs> uh, and you're excited every single day. Of and by the way, you don't need to sleep, so it's going to be really interesting. Of well, how does that play out? Right. Where we have we ha- we still have emotion, mm-hmm. we still have a possibility. But he said because of the structure of it, you will not sorrow anymore uh, at all. Uh, which means, by the way, we won't be looking backwards at, well, I wish I would have. Right. Because uh, there won't be any sorrow. You'll, you'll be released from that uh, in some way. So it's really cool. And then how does that, how does that play into what we're going to do, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about next time. But it's, it's really fascinating uh, that uh, he starts to describe, and, and he purposely did it. And John, interesting enough, got to see it. Right. Um, and, and because he calls it a new earth, my, my understanding, because of John writing this, to him, it looked like what he currently was in. What he was familiar with already. What he was familiar with. He, he right. didn't say, hey, it's not really earth. It's something, you know, uh, this way, which I can't, I don't understand. Hey, right. I, see, I see this as physical, but, but I don't, I don't know what it is. Well, yeah. it's, it's just a new place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks kind of like this one. Uh, Interesting. So it's really it's really going to be fun to go into that. But the cute, cool thing is that eternity, and here's what we're going to encourage you to come back, it's going to be way different than you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he describes it uh, for us. Yeah. So it's going to be quite fun. Yeah, this, this is great. Thank you so much for the wisdom that you're sharing on this. And just I think it's so important. And I just want to remind everyone, um, as we're talking about this, um, Rich said we're going to be actually going back and recapping um, some essentials and abiding for the next few, you know, the beginning of next week for the next little bit anyway, before we head into covenant. So revisit that. If you have not um, gone through the abiding part, or even if you just need a recap refresh, stay with us on that because this is the nuts and bolts. This is the essential building block of really what we're teaching here is is how to walk with and hear from God because of how important it is and yeah. he has so much in store for us. Yeah, and it's going to be a super important reminder. Actually, all of us, uh, including Kathy and I, this is something that, uh, you know, we get the privilege of teaching abiding yes. uh, frequently throughout the year. We have a, what we call abiding retreats. And, and people ask me, well, don't you kind of get get kind of bored with that um, Never. <laughs> and and uh, the, a couple a couple of reasons is it's a it's a constant reminder mm-hmm. to us personally um, are yeah. you are you enjoying the are you receiving and enjoying the life of God yeah. through the abiding and you we can't, all need that heart check yeah and you can't really get bored with that uh, it's like ooh, look at look at how cool this is and then because of what we experience, where we have people exercise of hearing from God at the end of that retreat, which is always unbelievably unique and powerful because God speaks to every single person and we're just uh, overwhelmed by it. 
It's, right. a, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. It never thing. gets old, right? Uh, and then as reminded, hey, you know, hey, Rich, I want to keep speaking to you like that. Mm-hmm. Stay with it. Absolutely. So that's why that's why going through this little reminder uh, sessions over the next week, I would urge everybody to uh, to really kind of tune in on that, kind of revisit it, and ask a couple of simple questions, and then um, do I need to learn a little bit more about this, which, which yeah. is what we're going to lead. So we're, we urge you Excellent. to do that. So. Kathy, we'll see you next week on Abiding, Sounds and then uh, we'll pick this up. Uh, what does heaven next and earth Friday. look like, and what are we doing there um, over the next uh, eternity? So that'll be fun. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon, Rich. Yep. Thanks. Talk to you. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.